welcome everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Mama Kay. Hey guys. And also with us, uh, our returning guest host, uh, my brother Griffin. Thank you guys for having me back on. It's uh, wonderful to be here. Hey Griff. <laughs> back, back by popular demand. Uh, oh, so, super popular. <laughs> super popular, yeah. People mm, love that uh, so Pet Cemetery popular. review. So, mm. so tonight <laughs> we will be reviewing... Pokemon's Detective Pikachu. Right. Uh, Long-awaited Pokemon's Detective Pikachu. So let me give a quick uh, synopsis before we talk a little bit about uh, our background in Pokemon, and then we can get into the into the, the, the meat of the show. Uh, when Detective Harry Goodman goes missing, his 21-year-old son Tim travels to Rhyme City, a sprawling modern metropolis where humans and Pokemon live side-by-side side in order to find out what happened. Uh, eating in the investigation is Harry's former Pokemon partner, Detective Pikachu, a wise-cracking, adorable super sleuth who is a puzzlement even to himself. Finding they are uniquely equipped to communicate with one another, Tim and Pikachu join forces on a thrilling adventure to unravel the tangled mystery and also a shocking plot that could threaten the whole Pokemon universe. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty right. <laughs> It's a much twistier movie than I was expecting, although they do say that in the trailer. So, oh, yeah. Right. Full of those so, twists. Before we go into how we rate things here, I want to ask you guys, first, Mama K, what is your background in Pokemon <laughs> as an entire, you know, phenomena? Gaming, cards, movies, right. everything. Right, right. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm pretty sure I saw the Pokemon movie, right, when it came the, out. The like original the one animated, in, like, 2000 yeah. or 99. Yeah, wasn't it called Pokemon 2000? Was that right? It was the uh, one with me too. I think, I think that was the first one, yeah. Okay, it was the one with me so, and yeah, I mean, I have a background in Pokemon because of you guys, and it, you, it was like nonstop talking about uh, what you guys used to refer to as the evolvements as opposed to evolutions. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you, you close enough. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys are little. Yeah, so I did know pretty handily the first 151 uh, Pokemon um, pretty well. There were some that I didn't really, you know, there was like, what, Cat and Nine Tails or something like that. I didn't go into those floofy ones very much. Um, but mm. yeah, so I know it because of, because of you all. And so far, I haven't met another parent who knew that. So yeah, I guess so you're more versed than the average uh, uh Gen X or yeah. maybe, yeah. I, I went deep. I went deep. You're ahead of the curve, as most would say. And yeah. Griffin, your familiarity, how, how far into Pokemon are you? Alright, so there's, I think, six or seven generations of Pokemon, and I only played, I played the games on the Game Boy and the GameCube, and I think I only played up to Generation 4, which is, like, Diamond and Pearl, which are the DS games. That's as far as I went for, like, the actual, like, knowledge of Pokemon, and I saw, like, a few of the early movies, but there wasn't, like... I don't, after it got past those the DS games, I really didn't know like anything they're doing now. Oh, the, the well until Pokemon Go. I mean, yeah. Well, I until mean, Pokemon but... Go, which uh, I mean, I think I played Pokemon Go the most. Out yeah. Of... You guys have all tried it before. Correct? I played it. I just I didn't. No. I tried playing it, but every oh, time you I never get tried into it? it. Oh, you never. No, but I was alerted that there was a Pokemon gym outside of my office, <laughs> and so. Several times a day, I would have random faculty. <laughs> I work at a university. Sense. Yeah, I would have random faculty run in my office and like furiously poke at their phones and then run out. So uh, there's, that, there's probably that's a, my extent. A, a raid going on. Mm-hmm. Pokemon raid. I, I sure. If you were, yeah. if you were gonna do the game, would you be? Uh, what team would you be? Uh, yellow, blue, or red? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd be. Well, yeah, you're the only one who hasn't played the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pokemon Blue. I don't really know what that means. Uh, but... That's Team uh, Mystic. That's, that's Mystic. the team Griffin and I both picked. I think. Yeah. Oh, so see? we're a Mystic yeah. show. Uh, yeah. So I think I I have similar knowledge to Griffin. I played till Gen three. He's a little bit younger. You're you're a younger than me, so it makes sense. I stopped uh, after the Ruby and Sapphire, mm-hmm. which I think were the biggest selling games for a while there before like the whole resurgence of Pokemon a couple years ago. I mean, Pokemon's yeah. never really died. Um, they have. Like there's been lulls about, though. I think once yeah. after well, Pearl, there's been lulls. There's been lulls here. There has not been lulls overseas. Uh, Asia loves Pokemon a lot. Mm-hmm. There uh, in yeah. Japan specifically, I think they've released twenty something theatrical P- 
Pokemon movies, like, since that first one. Like, they release one pretty much every year. Yeah, I've seen the first one and, like, maybe two or three others, like, on TV in passing kind of thing, but... Um, yeah, it's 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 been big forever overseas, and it's just now coming back into popularity here. Yeah, so ever um, since Pokemon Go, they started trying to get more popular. Yeah, Pokemon Go probably helped it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I played for a lot. I, I don't play much anymore, but for a while there, I was I was I was going pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so that's you know we're, we're I would say pretty familiar across the board, varying level of degrees of familiarity for us, but. Fairly familiar. I recognize ninety percent of the Pokemon in this movie. Um, they do definitely rely on the one fifty one original, which is you know I think which is good. The, which is the good movie's because... target audience, which is probably you know uh, people my age in their twenties trying to like relive that time. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys saw us together. What was your theater like? Like as far as like people there? Not very many. I mean, like, demographics. Was it was it younger kids and it families, was, or was it, it was, more people in their twenties? You were, you hit the you hit the nail on the head with the people your age because I did see a few couples that looked around your age that were there, just like reliving the glory days of Pokemon with the un- <laughs> original 150. My I'd say they were all like mid twenties, and then yeah. I was definitely the outlier for sure. <laughs> Our theater was surprisingly diverse. First of all, it was on a t- we saw I saw it on Tuesday. It was packed. Um, yeah, completely full. Mm-hmm. Um, fa- big families, as well as a lot of like friends who were probably yeah late teens to late twenties, that whole range. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of dates, a lot of couples there. I didn't. There was a lot really of couples there. Um, Pokemon I the one, date movie. I, well, one girl walked out looking at her boyfriend. She was like, "He was so cute." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense now why there's dates in this movie." Um, But that's enough about the background of Pokemon. We'll get into the actual movie now. If you haven't seen it, we're going to go into spoilers. Go check it out. Um, We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life on four criteria, and those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the film. Um, I'll start off talking a little bit of where the film starts off. It is in this universe, and they kind of go in the background of it, where Pokemon have always been here. Like, um, right. they are, there are no regular animals, kind of like in the show and in, like, the lore. All the animals are Pokemon, and they're just kind of integrated. Well, not integrated. They're mostly in the wild, or they're pets, or they're, like, sidekicks. Um, so, Harry is... Or not Harry. Harry's the dad. Tim is our protagonist. Uh, he's a 21-year-old insurance salesman. Uh, I thought he was a kid. I thought he was very young. Yeah, I thought he was a teenager, honestly. Until, I thought he, until they started I he was talking like a about having a job. Mid high schooler. I thought he was. And when they talked about him yeah. being an insurance adjuster, I'm like, "What? How old is this kid? Like, is he like 30? Like, how old is he?" But he's he's 21. Uh, he doesn't have a good relationship with Pokemon, and we find out pretty early on it's because of a whole complicated past where. His dad left because he went to the the, uh, the big city, Rhyme City, to be a detective and threw himself into his work. His mom passed away when he was young. He lived with his grandmother. He wanted to be a Pokemon trainer, but it all kind of fizzled out when he was a kid. Um, so his buddy, who I really wanted to see more in this movie, um, he plays Dopinder in uh, Deadpool. Uh, people mm-hmm. will know him from that. His buddy yeah. is. Um, and... He is trying to help him get his first Pokemon. It's Cubone. Uh, Cubone's not having it. <laughs> no. He got and, chased uh, by a tiny Cubone. Yeah, so yeah, Cubone's like beating him, beating him up because uh, he tried to capture him to you know be his friend. It's also in this world, as opposed to the, 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 the games where you have like an army of Pokemon, basically. It seems that you pretty much have one Pokemon in this world. Like you have one buddy, and like that's your Pokemon. It's uh, like an actual pet. It's like everyone seems to have one, but everyone seems to have one. One. Like, so yeah. it's, that's kind of the setup of where we're going. Um, when we find out that his dad has gone missing, the detective, we go to Rhyme City with him, uh, our lead, Tim, to try to figure out what happened. Uh, really, it's for him to collect his assets from his home and whatever, but he really wants to find out what's going to happen. Right, because he really think- he thinks his dad is- has died in a, in a car crash. Uh, he doesn't think he's just missing at this point. He thinks he's he's dead. 
Right. We mm-hmm. think up to the, uh, at this point, he yeah. We see in the uh, the very beginning uh, car accident. Uh, we also see some shots of Mewtwo, uh, who's a very famous, big, big time, powerful Pokemon. For for mm-hmm. those who know the series, he's one of the. I gotta be honest when Mewtwo when Mewtwo came out. That's when you lost me on Pokemon. He was just so weird. It's because he's, <laughs> All right, he's we're like gonna a... disagree. We're gonna disagree on that a little bit later then, yeah. um, okay. <laughs> but. So what's we'll get uh, our prince. This is where we pretty much meet all our principal characters, and then we'll talk about what we think of them. Um, so we've got Tim. Uh, we meet Lucy Stevens, who is like a columnist for the big newspaper there. She comes off as kind of like almost like a forties, like ah, what's the scoop? She and then she kind of <laughs> she kind of evolves as we go through <laughs> evolves. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so, nice well, play. Somewhat. Uh, he we meet um, in like a video. Uh, like promotional video of the city, uh, Howard Clifford, played by Bill Nye, um, and he is the guy who is behind the vision of Rhyme City, which is like you know a utopia where Pokemon and humans like live together, and like Pokemon have like jobs, and they like I don't know have apartments and stuff. <laughs> like it's 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 not exactly clear how it all works, but they they're basically like equal <laughs> citizens there. Um, right. He, he's got a son your, who's Pokemon. So doing your taxes for you, so. Be, yeah, be Pokemon yeah. start doing your taxes. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want Pokemon doing my taxes, but uh, <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. his son uh, Roger is taking over the company. Um, so we get the, the Cliffords, the, the the father and son, um, and then we get Ken Watanabe's uh, detective Haido Yoshida, uh, who is the Rhyme City Police Lieutenant, and he's like an old friend of Harry. Uh, his Pokemon to Snubble, who is pretty sweet. I like him. And then I didn't know what kind of Pokemon that was. I don't remember. I just knew the evolution that was... of that Pokemon. I didn't know what the actual Pokemon name was. Yeah, he's that's a Snubble. He's from I think Gen two, so that would have been after the one fifty one. Right. And, and the last person we really meet, as far as a big character in this movie, is Pikachu himself, Detective Pikachu. And I guess he before is we very cute. Yeah, they. I think they do a good job with the animation here. I was gonna say the animation of the Pokemon are great. So before yeah. we get into like some of the plot points, we've got to introduce all the characters. Yeah. And I'll start with you, uh, Mama K. What did you think of the characters of this movie based on like a rating? I mean, characters. I would give them probably a three. Um, it's all pretty laid out just like you would imagine it would be like in some sort of a mystery, you know, thriller kind of situation. Um, I think the main character, Tim might've had a hard time playing off of something that didn't exist because he spent the bulk of the movie with Pikachu who isn't real. Mm -hmm. And I think (laughs) that there were times when I really was taken out of the movie by how he was like, maybe looking off to, a side where Pikachu, where he thought it was supposed to be, but actually Pikachu was situated someplace else. So that kind of took me out of it a little bit. I I didn't love Tim. Really? Um, didn't like. No, that, I wanted to. That makes it tough uh, to like this movie. But I because Tim yeah, is and I the main character. I think part of it too is like I wanted him to be more Ash. You know, from I wanted yeah, him the, to be like. Why would you want him to be Ash? Is a tool. Why would you want him to I wanted him to be more Pokemon trainer-ish as opposed to the character he was. And then when I felt like there were times he was struggling to, you know, interact with Pikachu. He's not really a yeah. Pokemon and, and trainer. Some, no, it's part of his arc is no, to, he's is not to a, like Pokemon. Is to get back he starts off Pokemon. hating Pokemon like he resents them for like, because I think that's one of the what I was getting from the film was that he was trying to like, they resent him because his father would, would like deal with Pokemon and hang out with them more than his own son, so he kind of resents them. Yeah, for absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was absolutely. I just think I think sometimes that his I don't know. He's a young guy, I'm sure, and his, his acting. Some of it was a little cringeworthy when they were in the bar. There was a scene where Pikachu and he are in a bar, or I think that was a bar. I'm not really sure what that was. They they make um, the bars coffee shops and. Right, Pikachu drinks shop, a shit sorry. ton of coffee. That's how they like PG. Yeah, he it. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that whole thing was cringeworthy. I just thought that he didn't interact with whatever was supposed to be the Pikachu at really well at all. And so, um, but the other characters were all really functional. You know, they did their job. Any I love Bill Nye in anything. I love Bill oh, Nye yeah, in Bill anything. Nye. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in. I mean, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah Pikachu Reynolds. owned that Pikachu? movie. Yeah, he works for you. Pikachu, I choose you. You know, yes, absolutely. Um, 
And Ryan Reynolds. I mean, you know it's Ryan Reynolds doing it, but it's just, you know, he's got such good comedic timing that it's ridiculous. I'm sure the writing is a huge part of it, too. But um, so, you know, a three based on I would do a four if I didn't have to watch Tim. Hmm, Interesting. What do you think, G? So... Uh, see, I give it around the same. I gave it a three also because I agree with Mom okay that the I didn't like Justice Smith as the main character. I like the like his character and like who he is. I just don't like him as an actor because he's in a you know you that might be it because uh, he's in a a lot of really he's only been in like two films. But I remember the one he was in Jurassic World, The Fall. Of, the fallen no, kingdom. no, that movie's horrible all around. Like <laughs> even good actors are horrible. He was, he was, that's, that's, a, that's the that's his most prominent role in any movie. So this is his first, I think, main role as a actor. So I'm. I think he him got a, a Razzie slack. nomination for that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> I'm trying, I gave him a little slack on it yeah, because you know it's his first worst supporting movie. actor. Yeah, yeah, he's a young actor. Yeah. He hasn't been in much yet. Wow, what did you think of like Pikachu and some liked, side characters? Uh, I thought it was weird as Ryan, Ryan Reynolds because I mean it doesn't feel like Pikachu, but, like, I understand it's a different movie. But I, I did like, you know, Ryan Reynolds is very funny, and the script is amazing. But uh, I also liked, um, I didn't like, the, I liked his son, too, like, the son for Bill Nye's character. Well, what's his name? Uh, oh, oh Howard, uh, uh, Roger Clifford's the son. Yeah, Roger Clifford. He was in it for, like, five minutes. <laughs> you liked him? <laughs> I liked him because he was just, like, kind of there. Everyone forgot about him, even though he was, like, a kind of a main part to the movie. It, it was, like, him, like, transforming as Ditto. It was, that was really crazy. Oh, yeah, that part. We, I, I can't wait to get to that later. Because that's, mm-hmm. for yeah. me, I mean, a, a movie full of weird twists that I wasn't expecting and both good and bad ways, that's probably my favorite twist. I, lo- I really like what that reveal Yeah, was, that was going to say, that was my Ditto favorite reveal. Part. But, um, so, yeah, so it's like three for you guys. I'm going to go just a step above. I'm going to do a three, five. I guess I'm the only one who likes Justice Smith as Tim. I think he's good, really good, actually. I, I bought in with him pretty early on. Um, I didn't I didn't see him in the scenes where I, I thought I, I looked for it a little bit in the beginning of him supposed to be looking where Pikachu is. And I guess when I looked, yeah. you know, I, I didn't notice any flaws in it. So I just kind of stopped looking at it and accepted for it. Accepted it. Yeah. Um, I think our other young uh, co-lead, Lucy, Catherine Newton's character, uh, she is mm-hmm. not very good for me. She is the mm, part that I didn't, I didn't like her either that much. Um, her, her, and she gets better as we go. Like, she doesn't, but her first scene is, it's, it's really awful. It's so bad. <laughs> when she comes down the stairs and she's, and she's doing this weird, like I said earlier, like a 1940s fast-talking detective like I'm sure that's what she was told to do until she did that, but it's it's just horrible. Right. It's so cringy. It like that's the well, cringiest like, part of this for me. I feel like that's part of this movie. I feel like it's a bit of a harken back to like a Sam Peckinpah. I don't know if you know the reference, but yeah. you know, back to like Humphrey Bogart kind of detective. You know, see, say here kind of stuff. Well, I like I a lot of those movies, trying. and they just th- those. I think they were trying to do that though. I know, but for the, I mean, when you. You have to do it differently than that because, like, back then, you go about to watch those movies, it still works, kind of, in in, in the way yeah. you put it there. Because, I mean, Tim is very of this era, and I feel like everyone else is, too. Everyone else is, like, in the modern day, and she's in, like, the wrong movie. Because, like, I know she's a oh, reporter, yeah. but, like, she, she shouldn't be 1940s reporter if everything around her is, like, <laughs> modern or, like, even futuristic, almost. Like It, it just feels yeah. like it, and she, her... her uh, dialogue didn't match like what was happening for the time period. I feel like too. She gets yeah, a little she better. She might have been as... a little oh. too campy. Oh, very campy. She gets better as we go. I love her Psyduck that accompanies her, so that oh. gives her some points. <laughs> yeah, Psyduck's Psyduck. beast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think Bill Nye's. Everyone else is fine. Bill Nye's fine. Ken Watanabe is fine. Uh, I don't really think about anyone else. Um, Honestly, so... all of the Pokemon were the best part yeah the, the pokemon are really like the characters that are the Which pokemon i'm just saying because they got so their characteristics that like down to a t on that one for no they did pokemon. really good at, an- at animating them and like making yeah i think animation i would really say good. like 90 to 95 percent of the pokemon they display are what i would imagine from the game or even the tv show what they would behave like uh mm-hmm. which brings me yeah. to detective pikachu himself um i yeah. From the trailers, I didn't think Ryan Reynolds' voice matched what I imagined Pikachu would sound like. Um, but he kind of wins me over as he goes. Uh, <laughs> his dialogue's better than everyone else's, probably because he ad-libbed some. And then they just had Pikachu like turn away or focus on Justice Smith when he was ad-libbing. 
so they mm. wouldn't have to, you know, animate it. But um, <laughs> animate them, yeah, yeah. So like, I guess I'm out of three five because I like our pairing in the front, uh, and the only major down is Lucy, and the other characters are just kind of, you know, they're they're stock. Um, so I mean, that's our characters here. The plot gets kicked off when Pikachu and and uh, Tim run into each other in Harry's old apartment. They find this little vial called, uh, it's like with this weird purple gas R. on it. It's, and it's purple. It's like R. Yeah. So they accidentally spill it and it like, bur- like burst into the room and it's cloudy everywhere. And they get attacked by this group of apoms, which is like a monkey purple Pokemon <laughs> that has, it doesn't have any hands except its tail yeah. is a hand. It's very odd, but um, <laughs> apom is like, like a- all the Pokemon are not odd. I <laughs> mean, come true. on. I know, but, but apom is, uh, there's something creepy about not having any hands, and then you yeah. got your tail as a hand. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's it's it he's slapping people with his tail. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. one of his moves, probably. Um, and they go, uh, there's like a group of them, and they get the gas in their faces, and they go nuts, and they start trying to attack. They get rabid. It reminds yeah, me start- of. Uh, do you remember Pokemon Coliseum when they did the Shadow Pokemon? It reminds me of that, like. Oh, yeah, it kind of is like that. Because yeah, they get they the purple get- like mist all over them, and then they become like evil and attack people. It's kind of what the oh, premise of, look at that. of what that was. That's what I was thinking. There's a there's a common thread. Mm-hmm. I actually I had to look up the Detective Pikachu game after this and like see how much of this story actually aligns with what happened in the in the uh, the video game, and it's surprisingly really close. Like the games, mm-hmm. oh, it came from the 3DS, good. right? For 2016. Yeah, 2016 in Japan. I think it just came out here like last year, maybe the year before. Um, but. I'm really surprised because of how convoluted the plot gets later. Right here at the beginning, we're kind of in like you know, like a like a kiddie noir where it's uh, the two of them trying to follow clues and to figure out where Harry went because uh, or like who killed him because Pikachu Pikachu doesn't think that he's been killed. Pikachu has this hunch. He calls. He feels it in his jellies. Um, in his jellies. <laughs> that that Harry's alive. So the two of them have to like go through like clues and stuff that, to try to find him. All while also dealing with this purple gas that's around. With the help of the Ace Reporter. With the help of the mm-hmm. Ace Reporter. So um, I guess if plot wise, talk about some of your favorite parts and like kind of give it a rating until we get to until we get to like the base where Mewtwo was because I think that whole middle chunk is kind of our crime noir part. What are what do you what do you guys think of that, uh, Griffin? You can start this time. Uh, so I thought the plot was really well done for it, based on the video game. I thought it felt followed the game really well. So. The beginning, like, intro part was really helpful to plan out the them going to, to the secret base, how the, the reporter getting the information on knowing where all the secrets, like, their base was, and, like, I, th- I thought her character was more of just, like, reporting, like, dialogue back to the main character of, like, where thing is, and also being, like, a love interest, but, but I thought, like, it worked yes. well. Do you have, like, a favorite part in that whole time period? Because we get, like, a battle, uh, we get Mr. Mime, we get more detective Oh, Mr. Mime is, is a really good one. I like the I like the Mr. <laughs> Mime part. They, they, they pretend to run into, uh, Pikachu runs into the Mr. Mime's little, like, glass. It Like, it's just a vacant area, and he just runs into it, and then he just gets hit by an invisible wall because he doesn't see it. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mime does all kinds of... That was of, pretty clever, actually. Mr. Mime part is good, and it gets a little dark for what i would expect from this movie when they set him on fire <laughs> pretend to set him right, on fire right they basically so <laughs> they're interrogating mr mime and tim plays along with him because he's doing mime shit he's putting up fake walls and stuff like griffin said and at one point he picks up like a jug on the ground and starts pouring it over not a real jug just an invisible jug and he starts pouring it over <laughs> mr mime also all this is invisible and it you just hear the splattering you actually hear the sounds which is a cool touch um Right. And you hear him light a match, and it's he's going to burn Mr. Mime alive with fake <laughs> gas or invisible gas. Also, the part when he's talk. on the fake when he's on the fake motorcycle, and then he gets in the way and he crashes. <laughs> yeah, he that was great. Low fall. Yeah. So uh, that was a pretty. Uh, that, that, that was actually really good. That scene probably got the most laughs in the theater. That all the whole Mr. Mime yeah. interrogation was really good. Um, what, well, okay, what'd you think of this this middle part? Oh well, so the problem with the middle part for me is. I might have fallen asleep during it. Oh no! Um, so <laughs> yeah, she did. Well, you know how it is. It's a. It's a. You're supposed to wake part, her up. That's right? why you're there. I, I did. He, he I did, did like tried, twice, and she still fell asleep. To. After. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
so hard. Once they got to the laboratory, I was all like, oh, I actually I missed really the laboratory part, like the most important part. Oh, so you part. missed, you, you saw all this stuff. You missed the good parts or the interesting parts for me. She missed the twisting part. I always miss the the big plot point, you know, where, where the action's happening. And apparently it's not just space that I don't like. It's actually just the middle of the movie. So um, up until that point, I just loved, you know, all the, there were so many like little throwbacks to just watching Pokemon. I mean, and of course I love the fluffiest, uh, fluffiness of the Pikachu, but um, I just liked how when they're walking around the city, all their little Pokemon are just hanging out with them. You know, um, I do like when there's a whole bunch of Squirtle around. That's, that's fun for me. They had a lot of Squirtle in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Bulbasaur too. Although you mm-hmm. might've been sleeping during that part, so. No, she was awake, I think, for that yeah. part. Because I, I, I had to wake her up. <laughs> yeah, that was a really important part, so I'm glad you did. Um, so yeah, I, don't, I don't remember seeing Bulbasaur, not going to oh. lie. Oh. So. <laughs> but I do like when they went in and they were doing the Pokemon, you know, they had the, the Pokemon fights. They're not, what are they called? They're not you fights, mean the underground they're... fighting? Like when they were doing... Yeah. 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 I like, yeah, I like, like the... Yeah, for Pokemon. I like the Loudreds. You know. uh, the Loudreds like the Dumpstep Beasts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, all of that was just like, what is happening here? All of a sudden, it's like Pokemon Club MMA <laughs> stuff going on. And if they would have kept on that vibe, I I don't think I would have fallen asleep. I'm gonna be honest. So, uh, yeah, I I like, and I wasn't I was surprised, but I like this whole middle bit probably the most. I like it the most is like it's a actually a, a story and like a movie because later <laughs> on it gets so needlessly elaborate that it becomes it just becomes so ridiculous but but this whole middle part yeah the fight uh the underground fight is good we charizard sniffs that stuff that uh <laughs> they are stuff and it's all stuff. crazy that's a good little scene um we already talked about the yeah. mime scene was good uh they they meet with um yoshida again um who shows him like they have this technology that shows like holograms of what happens i don't really know how this technology works I, I didn't know what was. I was very confused during that part where, like, what was happening. So it was like, you can project things that, like, aren't real, but they are real, but from different people's perspective. Wait, are you talking about the. Are you talking about the car crash? Yeah. Well, yeah. So first, I'm talking about the car crash that. So uh, Detective Yoshida shows him like a. It's it's yeah. more like a video of mm-hmm. the car getting shot off the road. Then we right. go. We cut. We get. Uh, the the main character and Pikachu get introduced to Howard Clifford, Bill Nye's character, and he shows them like this crazy hologram version of what happened. And we see uh, the car crashes, the the dad who we haven't seen the face the whole time. They make it a very big point not to show the face. Mm-hmm. Of right. The dad, um, crawls yeah, we out see of the wreck. Down. Right. Uh, crawls out of the wreck. Pikachu crawls out of the wreck, and then we see Mewtwo floating there, and um, and he like zaps P- or he like taps Pikachu on the head or something. And makes him uh, forget, forget makes him magic. Yeah. yeah, and then so I mean that's basically our last big beat before we get to the facility, uh, which mm. I guess Griffin and I want to talk most about this. It sounds like Mama <laughs> yeah. Cage did not make it through the facility scenes. Um, <laughs> I guess that was the most story and interesting part. If you were just following the story of the, actual I consider movie. this the end of me caring this the scenes because I like this. I, I like this part. Um, Tim, Pikachu, Lucy, and Psyduck all break into the facility. Uh, they find all of these other Pokemon that are like genetically modified. There's Greninjas, which are yeah, like Greninjas. frog. They're like ninjas. frog ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I missed they, that. That sounds fun. <laughs> I can't believe you missed oh, yeah. that. That's a big. <laughs> so much. Of that. Um, they find Torteras, which are like they're yeah. like these turtles that have like trees growing on their back um and they're supposed to be like mountain looking things but they're like smaller yeah these are these are later generation pokemon and then they no, this is the, the, why do you need to that was the last generation i actually followed why do you need to make pokemon more freaky they're already freaky enough to start with i mean some of them are right? some of them are real basic like seal mm-hmm. it's a seal 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 a seal <laughs> seal's still a little strange looking jigglypuff okay. 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 yeah, Dugong. yeah. <laughs> You just so, to say that. <laughs> the venomous moth's name is Venomoth. Uh, Venomoth? My favorite is uh, Jigglypuff and uh, Wigglytuff. Those are at <laughs> least kind of names, though. They're not just like, oh, what is the seal? I'll name it Seal. Um, <laughs> True. 
So they find. So when they find, they're in the facility. They find the mutated Pokemon, and then they find um, this the room that uh, Mewtwo blew up, and they play more crazy hologram time, uh, or where they show where it shows Mewtwo blowing up the facility, and then we see. I don't know, we do we see it here yet? What are you talking about? I'm talking about where Mewtwo. We find out that Mewtwo like ordered Pikachu to break him out, and then we uh, see Mewtwo. No, I like, think that's I think that's later. So that's I later. That's, okay, I right. think that's still lo- later in the the film. That's like at the very like last like 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Uh, okay, because we see well, we see that scene yeah, twice. Yeah, I saw in, that part. So, yeah. We see that scene twice in like two different contexts. Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, okay. So this is when they so have they him get, in the container, and they're like testing on him right now. Right, and then. Mewtwo, so no, not Mewtwo. Uh, the, the four of them are about to break out, but then we see that the sun uh, is on his way over. Uh, Clif- uh, Clifford Jr. or whatever, Roger Clifford uh, Roger. is on his way over to the facility. I don't know how he knows all of a sudden, but he's got his little iPad thing, and it's like uh, shut down the, the <laughs> controls, release the frog creatures, and then that's you know, the, 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 then it becomes release a big frog cartoon creatures. for. And then, then they, throw, big... they throw water, water, uh, water ninja stars at each at them, right? <laughs> and this is where I think it's stupid for about fifteen minutes because <laughs> we get them getting chased by the frog creatures. They run out into like the field around the area, mm-hmm. and then the ground starts like moving. Oh, well, first Psyduck does like a psychic blast because he has such a bad headache because he's like stressed and he, like blows up everything, <laughs> and Psyduck he just freaks out and explodes everything and takes out the the. What All the Greninjas. Ninjas. Greninjas. <laughs> and um, then they have to run through this field that's constantly moving and breaking apart and it's, mm-hmm. like, a, it's like an earthquake movie all of a sudden oh dude that sounds awesome i wish i would have it was that. not this is boring to me <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was this whole well, point was uh, i fell asleep no like i said this is the part she fell asleep at and this part wasn't really that interesting anyway because it was just like them running through a giant area getting just it felt like a big old things breaking big... all around them i was like how are they not dead <laughs> wait so but isn't this where those big uh like boulder pokemon or whatever not bolt like Hill Pokemon? Yeah, that's the, that's the Torterra. The Torterras. So, if you uh, saw okay. in the laboratory... So, you did see the end of this, right? Mom, okay? I just saw yeah, the opening and closing. Yeah, she saw the opening and the ending of the Torterra part. Okay, so the Torterra, yeah. when we saw them in the base, were really, like, regular-sized. And the little plaque right. in front of it said, like, growth... Uh, hormone, something or other, and they're like, "Oh, these look normal size." And then they go out, and then there's these like there's like three that are apparently the whole land, like, and those right. are the ones that are like being. It, it, they said something like it was like this is the real Tartaria Garden or something like because they because yeah. they thought the the tiny little area was that garden, but they realized that the whole mountain was apparently the where all the Pokemon were. And what I don't like about the scene is that the whole point of it is that the land is Tartaria, and then they all they get up and they're like. Oh, uh, and then they sit back down, and then that's it. They don't do anything else. And then the whole point was Pikachu gets hit by a rock, and now he's going to die. That was the point nice. of that whole scene. I'm like, dude, we could have just had one of the Greninjas hit him with something in the in the place. Yeah, with like a ninja then... star in the face. Yeah, and we're like, cool. yeah, one of them could have hurt him. Like, we didn't need this 15 minute scene of giant Torterra. Other than like, let's, I don't know. They wanted to show off their CGI effects. It was, and the way it was shot. And like the the framing of everything, it just it was not a very good scene. All of it, I I didn't think anyway. Um, well, there you go. I thought it, yeah, I thought so it was cool looking, but like I didn't get why all this is happening. Well, then let's uh, let's let's do that part right here, visual and sound. Uh, Griffin, as a whole, not just this scene, but as a whole mm. in the movie, what do you think of the visual and sound? Oh, I thought the visuals are really good. The Pokemon looked all really perfect. So I thought as best as you're gonna get it for like live action Pokemon movies. And uh, the sound for it, I love the, you know, the Loudries playing the dubstep, so I, that goes into the sound. I like how they introduce <laughs> the characteristics of those Pokemon in, into, like, making their own dubstep music for this underground battle arena. <laughs> so I thought, I thought how they were using I'm all the so Pokemon surprised. was super interesting. If you had to give it a number rating, what do you think? Uh, I'd probably give it, like, a, a four. I thought it was really well done. Okay. What do you think, Mama K? Yeah, I would probably, you know, hover between a three, five, and a four, just because it was, you know, to say you're going to a live action Pokemon movie is like, no, you're not. There's no such thing. So um, <laughs> it's going to be sort of like the live action Lion King movie. You know, that's going to be. You just got to use your imagination. Too. Well, that's important. <laughs> well, they made Jungle Book live action. That was good. Mm-hmm. 
That's, but it's still not really really live action. I mean, it's it's a huge amount of CGI. So, but yeah, I like that. There, one of my favorite parts is when Pikachu is walking. It must have been after the lab blew up. Pikachu's walking down the the little path by himself, and he starts really sadly singing the Pokemon song. Oh, I love that. This is right after this this big <laughs> thing here. Be- yeah. Yeah, he's like, I want to be the very best. You're like, you and me. I know it's my destiny. I know, it was like, oh my god. That was getting some good laughs going. I know, that was so good. I mean, you kind of felt sorry for him too. So, you know, I thought that was good. Um, So yeah, visually, it was really fun to watch. I loved seeing the city and how, you know, how they sort of integrated it looked fake, but mm-hmm. it looked so fun. It looked like a fun place to be. Just the, the humans interacting with the fake Pokemon, you know. Yeah. I'm giving it a four, too, uh, just because the vis- the visuals are really impressive that they made it look this good. It doesn't... Yeah. The, it, it doesn't feel... I mean, it doesn't quite feel like they're actually there. I, f- I kind of forget it at times, but I mean, it's it's really impossible. It's the best you're gonna to get for a live action. I feel like I think it's the best you can do because if you made them any more yeah. realistic looking, like and not cartoony, it would start to not be Pokemon and it'd be kind of weird. It'd be um, like actual animals. Right. <laughs> yeah, and we don't you don't want that. Nor is it like you know Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it's obviously no. you know like it. No. So I think it, they did a, as good of a job as is possible there. I guess they're kind of limited, but it, they did good enough. Um, and the sound, uh, you know, I like the poke. I liked him. You basically said my two favorite sound parts. I like the dubstep <laughs> music <laughs> in the fighting arena, <laughs> and I like Pikachu singing the original song. Sadly, <laughs> those are the two I was going to bring up. Other than that, nothing really stuck with me too much. But um, yeah, uh, four I think is a fair grade for it all uh, mm-hmm. for the for the whole thing. Um, and so time for plot to get super complicated. Uh, oh God. Pikachu gets taken by a bunch of Bulbasaurs because he's been mortally injured um, to Mewtwo, who is like in, sitting in the cave waiting for him, I guess. And he yeah. pulls up, and he pulls up like another hologram thing, and he and he's like, "Uh, you have done well, Pikachu. You have brought me the boy." Did you ask if Mewtwo was reading the script? Yeah, Mewtwo seemed to have been reading the script because he had to be right there. He's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get, on, I gotta get back out there." So, uh, so Mewtwo's like, right before he's about to say something else, he's like, "You've done well," and and then he gets like electrocuted, and he's like, "Oh no!" And then all these, uh, the 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 sun shows up with his sunglasses on. He's like, oh, "We got him," and they take and they take Mewtwo away. And um, Pikachu thinks he's betrayed. Uh, he's betrayed. Uh, what's his Harry? Because Her- yeah, Harry the because dad. Pikachu because he sees the footage of Pikachu working for Mewtwo, and up to this point, you're like, oh, Mewtwo's oh, the Mewtwo's, bad guy. Yeah. He wants to take out all the people. He's like, humans are evil. Like that was like his last line. But and. <sighs> During the whole movie, I knew Mewtwo was not the bad guy. That's the problem. No, I knew that too. <laughs> yeah, because there's it, no way. Because Mewtwo had because this is supposed to be a continuation of Pokemon 2000, and at the end of that, he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have to know. So now we come back to the city, um, and he Tim gets there, and he's like, uh, "Oh, like what?" Mewtwo was captured and we got him and uh, my dad's alive but I don't know what happened to him uh, and then um, he, and then the bad guy what's his name Coward's like Ugh, I have Mewtwo and I'm going to put myself in Mewtwo and, and that will make me be able to walk again because he's in a wheelchair he's and then and then I'm going to spray gas all over the city and then the Pokemon will be angry and confused and while they're angry and confused, I will zap them as Mewtwo and turn them into their Pokemon. So they'll all right. be as so one. So there's no more humans. Even though yeah. you don't like, have to, everyone, they didn't have to be angry to do that. You could just do it anyway. You know, I'm just cause... sitting there like, what? This is the plot? This is You talk, talk about needlessly elaborate. His whole plan is to be Mewtwo and zap people into their Pokemon, like that's his whole plan <laughs> to just go around everywhere and just he wants spray the world his gas to be Pokemon, but he wants it's, people to because... control them. <laughs> it's well, no, it's because he doesn't want people to exist. He wants only Pokemon to exist. He wants to, mur- but he wants them to people evolve in together as one or something. It's right. So 
fucking and stupid. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you should have seen that coming when that when the the son was always like, you know, my da- my dad's always loved Pokemon more than me, and you know, oh, I knew both of them were both. You know, they want you to believe. Well, I knew at least the dad. They want you to. Guy. Yeah, they want you to believe for part of the movie that the bad guy is the son, you know, and then there's got to be plot twist at the end that it's you know the Bill Nye character and. You know, I mean, he looked a little like Mewtwo. I'm not going to pretend he didn't. But, so, like, um, what did you guys think his plan was? Because there's absolutely no way you guys thought I don't, his plan I was don't know what his plan was. To do this, because it makes no fucking sense. No, the real the real thing is, I was wondering, like, so after you did all the, your, your evil plans and put him up, so what, do you, so what are we going to do now? Like, we're we just going to, like... Yeah, now everyone has a Pokemon walking around. Like, why is that... Why, what does that do for you? Like, what do you, why, do you, why do you like that? He's Mewtwo. Like, he's the king of all Pokemon. That's why. He's Mewtwo. He's yeah, but you could just be Mewtwo and not change everybody into people. Like, why does he have to do that part? Like, why mm. couldn't he just he doesn't like people. I think that's the whole. I mean, it's not like he. I don't think there is a grand. I think it's. I think it's, first of all, it's taught. It's a huge plot hole. There's no reason to do this. No. But if you look at there it, isn't. he just doesn't like. He just doesn't like people. So this is the way to solve his problem of not person. liking people. Is that you just make. You know, you, everyone has to go to the you know Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with all of the Pokemon balloons full of R. And become their Pokemon. So, but you didn't even have to use the R. You, you can see when uh, at the end world. when Pikachu was at the end of when Pika- they defused like Pikachu and someone that we'll talk about later, and uh, it was just a uh, you don't you don't have to be under control of this R. You could just do it randomly. He didn't need to do this whole plan. He could have just fused all of them together if they really wanted to. No, yeah, his his explanation is that it, so. when the Pokemon are under influence of R, they're so crazy that they can't stop from being merged with. Like that was oh, the thing. Like that's like the huge. Okay, well that's just yeah. Dumb. That's so <laughs> so humans humans couldn't resist it, but the Pokemon could resist it. No, the Pokemon can't resist it. They get sprayed and they're like, "Oh, well, I'm going I'm crazy! Saying, I can't I'm stop! Saying, I can't control myself!" And then he puts the humans. I'm in saying them. if they. I know, I'm saying if they didn't have the R that, you know, humans are malleable, but not Pokemon. Pokemon would resist. I don't want to be a human. I don't want to have a human inside of me. Oh, no, yeah, well, yeah, that's, I guess that's what they're saying, is if you don't spray them with a chemical that makes them, like, crazy, (laughs) that they will be, like, they'll they'll be able to not be merged somehow. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Even though Pokemon are clearly the sidekick of human, I mean, I didn't see any interaction where... There was a Pokemon that had a human sidekick. So. No, they weren't. But some of them were independent. Like we saw, Machop was like a or Machoke was like a Machoke. Yeah. Was, a champ, was a crossing guard. He's a crossing um, guard. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh my god, he was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they have. They, I mean, they do jobs and stuff. Although the birds don't seem to do shit. They just seem to fly around. I think I saw one with a, what the heck? I think it, one had a letter tied to his foot. And I was like, oh, yeah. all, all around. It was hanging. fun when uh, as the. As the movie was going on, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a blah blah blah. That's a blah blah." And and Griffin was all like, "Yeah, you kind of know this." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." I was I she knew probably about this. like seventy percent, which I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. So let's now that we've gotten through this bonkers fucking plot, let's talk <laughs> about the rating of the plot because we kind of we talked about what we thought of it earlier. But as a whole, I mean, I'll start. The plot's like a two. Because it's it's <laughs> yeah. because it's it's like a three and a half all the way until through like the lab stuff because I'm kind of into it like I like the detective stuff it's actually detectiving and then um then right. the whole Torterra field happens and I'm like all right this is stupid but maybe it's just to get to a good thing and then a bunch of stuff happens that just doesn't make any sense and then we, we and then we finish with one last twist that. I think some people want to hear. I was like, "Oh, come on, that's the that's stupid." So no, I don't like the plot because the last half hour completely unravels this entire thing. Um, mm-hmm. I give it yeah. a two because I like the first. I like the first half, and then it just falls, falls, falls apart. <laughs> um, but uh, Mama K, what'd you think of the plot rating wise? I think two is fair because of, for the same reasons, but I. I, I likened it to, I was really hoping it would follow, like, if you're going to follow a weird plot situation, follow, like, the Scooby-Doo plot. You know what I mean? At the end, I wanted it to be, like, you know, if it wasn't for that meddling so-and-so kind of thing, then I'd be like, yeah, that's how you do this. That but meddling Pikachu. It just got... <laughs> yeah, if it, no, if it wasn't for that meddling... Howard. Howard or whatever. Or Tim is the kid. The, that you know, meddling Tim and his dumb Pikachu. Yeah, 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 whatever. If it wasn't for that meddling, you know, ace reporter, 
you know, I would have like enjoyed it more because it would have been more tongue in cheek and they weren't taking themselves so seriously. It almost felt serious at the end. Like they really wanted to like have a real. Yeah, I, I was going to say it was supposed to be lighthearted. I thought the ending was just going to be like before seeing the movie. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, everything's OK. We can go back to normal. And it's not like a it's not like a super. I didn't think it was going to be end of the world doomsday trying to kill everyone and put them inside right. each other Pokemon. No. Yeah, you have that part, idea. and then you flip around. <laughs> yeah, you have that, and then you have the flip the flip side of the actual ending, where it's like, oh, we're all back to you know peace and roses, and you know, oh look, <laughs> look who's here. Oh yeah, there were yeah. a lot of Squirtle. Um, there were a lot of Squirtle. What do you think, G? Uh, I said I uh, two five was mine because I did a little bit more higher just because the first. You know, half of it was really good. Like, I get that the real the ending was so bad, but I tried to I tried to look at it yeah. positively at the beginning. So I gave it a little bit higher grade than you guys because, I mean, I was invested for the first like hour, ten minutes maybe, and then the last like thirty minutes just fell apart. But it was it was I definitely I definitely liked the plot longer than I didn't like the plot. But the part where I didn't like the plot was just so horribly ridiculous <laughs> that I just couldn't really didn't I like just it. couldn't yeah I just couldn't. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. the, the ending battle is Pikachu versus Mewtwo, who's actually coward, and then right. uh, mm-hmm. Tim has to fight the bodyguard, who has been this pink-haired girl with glasses this whole time, and it's actually a ditto. He, she takes her glasses off, oh, and yeah. has the little two ditto eyes. Yeah. And so she trans- Dude, that was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was like probably giving kids nightmares over there. <laughs> that's like the one part of yeah. the game here that's like pretty good, because he's like changing to different Pokemon, she changes into the reporter friend, whatever, and it's just... Like that's pretty cool. That's I like that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but and she's a beady-eyed menace, though. I mean, come no, on. No, I just like how the Ditto's eyes are always that like black color that's really small, no matter what they change into. Yeah, and then yeah. we find the sun is like tied up in a closet. We find out that the Ditto has been transforming to the sun to like do the bidding of the father. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so... why he's always wearing the sunglasses. You didn't know. That's why, because you would see his right. eyes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, if it's wearing the sunglasses, it's the ditto. If it's not, it's the re- the real person. Mm-hmm. So um, th- we, you know, that's a lot of work. We get the inevitable conclusion of of uh, you know Tim and and Pikachu win, and they win also in a very dumb way. Uh, all all Tim has to do is take the little helmet off of, or like the little like wires off of <laughs> Bill Nighy's forehead. And he will cease being Mewtwo. That's it. Seems that's, a little inconvenient. <laughs> There's no other. I was gonna say it seems a little inconvenient. Like I was like, oh, anyway. So some random security guard could be like, oh, I, I need this back or something. <laughs> yeah, like, so like, why didn't like his Mew? He became Mewtwo in the office. Like he should have just gotten rid of the kid right then and there. Like probably just killed him right there. If that was because mm-hmm. if he's in his office. At any time, you can just take the head. Thing <laughs> you can just take the head off. He's like, "No, sick him, ditto." Like, what? what the- <laughs> it's kind. Of, it's kind of ridiculous the way he ends it, but fine. I mean, oh, and the other ridiculous part is Pikachu stops the dust, the the black, the pink, the purple yeah. smoke by just electrocuting it. Like somehow that makes yeah. dust go like the the, the smoke that, go away. It's all flammable. I mean, he uses his biggest power that he has, man. I mean, you know, got to do that. You know, he- I know, but it's. A vapor, like it doesn't. It's a gas. Well, what about gas? I, then, I know. You know. He's a vapor. He could electrocute him still, right? <sighs> a little bit. It brings me back to the very beginning of when uh, Tim and Pikachu find the vial, the first vial of R, mm-hmm. and it breaks open, and literally nothing happens to Pikachu and Tim, but it affects those monkey tail grabber yeah, things. Yeah, it's affect Pikachu. And- hey, palms. <laughs> <laughs> who are outside of the building you know i'm like why does why is why is tim not affected or why is uh why is pikachu not affected it was like it's happening so, there. i mean that's i think that's to let us know that humans aren't affected um why tim isn't affected but uh pikachu is uh you know well that's why we is an actual Pokemon. Well, pikachu's also no we didn't that, know that is uh that, i know he's not but that's I why know, he's so not now affected. we come to so the point we do get the reason because right. he's been hitting been hit with gas whole movie but he doesn't turn or like he says he holds his breath but like come on it's everywhere it's um <laughs> so after they win that's his actual secret power holding his breath yeah that's his actual <laughs> holding his breath so mewtwo like regains his own consciousness and just zaps the world and turns them all back into regular people um and and uh he's like uh your father's been with you all along he Mewtwo gets some corny ass speech at the end here where he where they like play the old tape back he was like 
uh, all the human, all humans are evil. And then he's like, but some are some okay, are like your father. <laughs> like, like, that's like what he said. He's like, all, 99% of humans are terrible except this one guy. <laughs> he's like, I wish they hadn't have cut me off before. That's what I was trying to say. But then I got taken away. <laughs> so, so he's like, he's been with you all along. And he looks at Pikachu and he's like, he shows them the thing again, and he, we find out that his dad, Harry, has been put in Pikachu, uh, like like the gas does, I guess, except their personalities yeah. like merged or something. I don't know. And so yeah. I thought Harry's body was gone or something. Like they never found a body, but I guess whatever. They <laughs> they get him a body because uh, at the end. It's back. At the end, he's back, and his, the dad is Ryan Reynolds. It's actually just <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, Harry, Harry's, Harry's Ryan, Harry is Ryan Reynolds. Harry is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so yeah. we get a little like flash forward. The city saved. Tim could go home, uh, but he decides to stay with uh, his dad and Pikachu to to be a detective. Solve mysteries. Um, another right. Which that's no more insurance. Which is kind of the final plot hole. Ryan Reynolds has a very recognizable voice. You don't you don't realize that your dad. <laughs> voice and like Sounds why like can Ryan i only have this pikachu in my dad's voice when the villain's goal is literally to turn people into pokemon like i feel like i would have at one point been like oh no why do you, you sound exactly like my dad who's missing like <laughs> you noticed it in the movie they tried he tried to they, it sounded like he tried to hide it but it was it was really bad because it sounded a little different than ryan reynolds voice when I, when he was talking but yeah, he, was, he was just, just trying, trying to hide it i feel like but it's not even it's not even Ryan Ryan Reynolds' voice that does it. It's his timing and cadence and the way he, you know, how he says things. Oh, I know. It's not even really this the the sound of it. We don't know Howard before. Uh, not how we don't know um, Harry before. So maybe he's not like that when he's a human. I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. So uh, yeah, we knew it was him. But, yeah, yeah. I get, uh, by the end we do. I mean, but yeah, the he, voice. He does have a hankering for some more coffee. Well, I mean, we knew that Pikachu oh. was being voiced by him. Oh, so. yeah, I know. Yeah, we, yeah. we the audience. But, um, all right, so yeah. Residence and Feel, then. We're at the end here. Uh, Griffin, go ahead. What do you what do you got for that? Oh, my Residence and Feel. Uh, so I gave it a three and a half because I enjoyed, you know, the visual and sound a lot. It's just the plot was a little confusing. But overall, like it was fun because you know I am a Pokemon fan, so I do and I do enjoy this movie. I don't know if I like it better than the original movie, like the original Mewtwo movie, but I did like this enough to for most Pokemon fans that they should go see it. Obviously, in theaters. What do you think, Mama K? Yeah, so I'm gonna go with around a two. Mm, really? um, yeah, only because I don't really see this sticking with me. There wasn't anything that. I think I'm going to refer back to the mind. What about the mind fight? You're, you're not going to refer back to that. I well, I honestly, I completely forgot about it until you told started talking. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that part. But I feel like the whole movie is going to be that way. Like if anybody wanted to talk to me You'll about like, it, which oh, I yeah. can pretty much assure you, my demographic is going to stay away from this movie Probably. in hordes. That I would be like, I might have that same like, oh yeah, I remember that part. Oh yeah, and. I, I'm, if they if they start doing a franchise of this, that's probably not going to be my jam. So I'm going to stick with two. I think I'm going to go a three five here um, because despite mm. all my complaints about the end of the plot, I actually liked this movie a lot, especially in the beginning and even at the end when it was stupid and made no sense. I don't know. I still kind of <laughs> was enjoying myself. I like seeing all the Pokemon up there and all the Pokemon are awesome like all their all their interactions mm -hmm. their portrayals are just really good um Mewtwo might have been a little shoehorned in because this plot is just crazy and the fact I mean that is how the game goes so I guess they wanted to say true I guess to that's that, how but. that's how Mewtwo is like in every game he's all like oh humans are terrible except a few of them well that's so that's what I love that first movie because Mewtwo is one of my favorite Pokemon not my favorite but he's like oh like because he's just so he's just so awesome he yeah that first movie is all about him like hating humans because they tested on him and did experiments on him and so his whole thing is he's basically the Thanos of Pokemon he's just gonna wipe out all the Pokemon and start and or uh, trainers and start and start the world new with Pokemon so yeah. you know obviously he's like Thanos so he's a sympathetic yeah. villain he's a very yeah, good so, villain but yeah cause hashtag uh, Thanos is a good guy from a certain point why, of view why, why, wait why y'all baiting me like this come on we don't want to turn this into no, that it, it, it'll, it'll, it's already running long as it is but 
but um yeah it's a three five <laughs> for me um I, I def it's definitely better than like as, as a whole than uh, each part of it. This is better than the sum of its parts. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess that's. I mean that we're at the end here. Uh, I'll start with I'll start with Griffin. I think he might be the kindest on this movie. Would you recommend uh, Pokemon's Detective Pikachu? I would recommend it to people that obviously enjoy Pokemon and people that are looking to like try to get into the Pokemon series because this would be a first like glance on like the first 150. It shows mostly the original Pokemon. So if you're trying to get into the series, I feel like you should watch this movie. It would be kind of fun, and you would find it entertaining. But if you have no interest in Pokemon, then I would stay away from it, like Mom's <laughs> demographic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mom McKay, what do you think? Would you recommend this? I mean, if I knew a lot of people your age that already were not going to the Pokemon movie, I would say go. Um, I would say Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> but I really don't know. I, I I did kind of tell a few people that I was e a, a either going or that I had just been to the Pokemon movie, and I got a lot of, huh, hmm. Um, so I'm gonna probably go with a <laughs> recommend to the demographic it's gonna get to. I'm not recommending it for anyone else. Yeah, I, I'm surprisingly a little more on your side there, Home okay? Um If you're a Pokemon fan, you got You got to see it. It's because you, yes. it's the best I think representation you're gonna of get of Pokemon of on action. screen. Yeah, definitely. It's real. It's really well done from that perspective, and they do justice yeah. to the majority of the Pokemon that are on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, as a movie, it's got major, huge <laughs> problems. And if it weren't Pokemon, yeah. if it were just a standalone, oh yeah, it would be really bad. That wasn't part of it. Yeah. It would not be very good at all. It would be. No. It, would, it would be. It'd be really it would be, bad. Yeah, it would be tough to swallow. Uh, but because it's part of the larger yeah. franchise, and it's it doesn't it doesn't you know overly fan service. But there's a lot of little nice things in there. Snorlax is sleeping in the street like he always uh, in the game. Jigglypuff knocks a oh guy God, out with her amazing. with her singing. So like mm -hmm. it's got a lot of those kind of <laughs> nods that are that are nice for fans. Um, so if you're a fan, you got to see it. If you're not a fan. Um, you can take your kids to it. Uh, yeah. that's, that's probably about it. Drop your kids off. If you have no familiarity, it. I'm going to say, if you have no familiarity with the poke with Pokemon, I don't think you're going to like this movie. Um, yeah. kids will, I think kids will like it if they don't know, just cause it's a fun, colorful, you know, movie with a funny, cute Pikachu mouse guy on the front. <laughs> um, but, but for fans, yeah, it's, it's one of the better representations of Pokemon I've seen out there. So, so that's that. Um, and this is the this is the review that's kicking off all of our theater reviews coming up. Uh, we've got a ton from the rest of this month through June. Uh, but if you have any reviews you or uh, movies you want us to review in the meantime, uh, we're on Facebook at Films with a Woman in My Life. We are on uh, Twitter at Films Woman Pod, and I am Brennan underscore Pod Host on Instagram. Uh, Mama K, you're on Instagram now too, correct? Yeah, Mama K Pod. Mm -hmm. Yep, at Mama K Pod. And uh, Griffin? If, uh, yeah, my Instagram, Instagram is gsnight73, G-S-N-I-T-E-73. I'll post uh, some updates on this podcast. Yeah, so that, that's, you know, if you want to reach out to us, let us know what you think. Um, and uh, before we close out the show, uh, we wanted to end... Uh, What's what's everyone's favorite Pokemon? Uh, Griffin, do you have a do you have a favorite? Pokemon? Oh yeah, it's easy. Uh, so you know I'm a big fan of memes. If you know me, then uh, I love the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I love Magikarp because Magikarp has the best memes. Magikarp. <laughs> <laughs> that is because, uh, If you look up any meme, if you type in Magikarp memes, you'll see like Splash does nothing, <laughs> and it's and it. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and that, that's the Magic main reason Park why Magic Carp is useless. <laughs> and plus, he evolves into you know the best. One of the best also is Gyarados. Like, come on, <laughs> Gyarados. Yeah. yeah, Gyarados is pretty bad. Which was in the movie. So if you're a big fan of Magic Carp and Gyarados, they were yes, in the movie. So they were. It was pretty funny when when Magic Carp was in the movie. Mama K, do you have a favorite? <laughs> uh, I do. Um, you might be surprised to find that it's Jigglypuff. Really? Um, mm, that's surprising. Well, yeah, I mean, the song is just so catchy, and I believe that we probably spent three to four years in our house walking around singing the Jigglypuff song, because it's just so... You like how he writes on people's faces. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Jigglypuff fan. And uh, 
I, 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 there's a lot of ones that I like in the game because they're powerful. Um, but that's not really. I'm going off like just my favorite as like a character. Uh, it's and, and he got a lot of airtime in this movie. It's Psyduck. Psyduck's awesome. <laughs> Psyduck, Psyduck's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> I like that he just constantly has a headache. Um, and if it gets too yeah, bad, yeah, he does he, some strong work in this movie. Oh yeah, Psyduck. Without Psyduck, you wouldn't have fought off the the. the he fought off the ninjas, the, frog the water ninjas, ninjas. The, <laughs> the, the frog water ninjas. ninjas. All right. Yeah. yeah All right. So that's uh, that's our uh, Detective Pikachu review. Um, uh, Mama K, thank you for being on. Thanks as always. And Griffin, thanks for coming back for our second show. Oh, thank you. I hope to be on the show soon. Yeah, we we'll, might have you back one day. Uh, oh, thanks. But until then, uh, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.